Okay, here we go now. Well, welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Well, welcome to Old Dog New Tech. This is Jeff West. It's been a little bit. Adjust my microphone here. There we go. Now you can get the full richness of my voice. I hope things are going well for you. It's coming to the end of the summer. I'm not really sure as a teacher why I'm in such a good mood today. We're thinking about that. Most of us are kind of in mourning. Some of you have already started school, but here in Michigan, many of us don't start till after Labor Day. There are some that are starting before. It's funny how state laws, they'll make these real hard and fast. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And then pretty soon, someone says, hey, we can't make as much money. Or, hey, these politically strong people decide they want to start at a different time and all of a sudden you start to see it get relaxed. I don't know, I guess that's just my 29, my 29th year of teaching. So my 28 years of watching how laws, particularly associated with education, seem to fluctuate. They start out so stiff and there's a couple of years where we're all pulling our hair out you know well that's not what i want to talk about sorry i got off on a tangent but it is coming to the end of the summer and on this podcast i am going to highlight and discuss a little bit about the triple e framework which is what my uh, district is utilizing as a, a a methodology for integrating and using technology in the classroom if your district doesn't have one um, there are a few out there, a few ideas, and some are very, very general. Um, and they may be, uh, well, it's like anything else. There's some incredible strengths, and then there are some weaknesses that you have to figure out how are you going to make this work. Um, for the most part, on Triple E, I haven't seen too many situations like that. Um, because what I think what determines that often is, you know, how much is your district really grabbing on to the integration? I know some districts are, have some pretty stringent requirements. My district has some goals and they, uh, kind of leave it as a site-based, uh, determination to how stringent those goals are going to be, uh, focused on. Uh, you know, if you have a lot of training and they're spending a lot of money, they may I'm back. I declare my throat. They may have some pretty high expectations. Uh, I'm not trying to say a mind doesn't have high expectations. It's just um, they're very flexible. So we have teachers on several different levels of integration with technology. We all have our own uh, Chromebooks and um, utilize them as uh, an extra tool to enhance learning. And that's kind of one of the um, E's, actually, the triple E. So Dr. Liz Kolb wrote a book. 
and came up with um, this framework. And the triple E is engagement, enhancement, and extension. And if you search for that on Google, you'll come up with the, uh, the website that basically explains the thought process. There are rubrics and tools to help you determine the use of technology. Um, I'm just looking through them here. Different lesson design rubrics, lesson evaluation, and then um, actually application evaluation, deciding if it's going to meet um, the needs of your students and the triple E's are, is just the way that it's organized. Um, under engagement, just in short, it says one component of technology integration, one component. I think that's important. There are several components and sometimes you only touch on one of them and that's fine, particularly if it enhances and deepens learning. And I think now with technology, we can multitask in learning. Earlier in education, I always saw a very focused on one or two goals. And now you're able to still focus on those one or two goals, but you're also able to touch on you know, 21st century learning with the communication, collaboration, critical thinking, and creativity while you're working on one or one goal or two, whatever it might be in, in your lesson. So having that one component. So we're looking at getting learners engaged. And of course, we've always looked at that. That's nothing different. It's just that now we have, a, uh, I think, better tools than we've ever had to reach students. You scroll on down the page. There are questions. Questions to kind of help you focus in on the engagement component. Does the technology allow students to focus on the task of the assignment? Does the technology motivate students? Does the technology cause a shift in the behavior of students where they move from passive to active social learners? And then in parentheses it says co-use or co-engagement. Are they working together? I think that's a bigger piece in, in the educational process now. We can do that much easier than we've ever been able to do. You don't have to lay out the scissors and the construction paper and the tape and the glue and the glitter and whatever else and provide them with everything. And they're basically taking things and putting them on that paper or cutting it or, you know, developing. All that was good. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just uh, with digital, you have... Uh, a lot of other possibilities and you can use the two together uh, especially since you can take pictures of things and videos and do a podcast about things uh, that they're doing to uh, that all deepens learning so that's in the engagement piece enhancement in the triple e framework that it creates opportunities for students to move beyond engagement in content where technology may be simply replacing a traditional method of instruction, but is not actually doing anything that the traditional method wouldn't do. So you're enhancing your, lear your learning. Does a tool aid the students in developing or demonstrating a more sophisticated understanding of content? 
Does the technology create scaffolds to make it easier to understand concepts or ideas? Does it create paths for students to demonstrate their understanding of learning goals in a way that they couldn't do with traditional tools? This probably sounds kind of familiar if you've had any training at all uh, on technology tools. Most of the training I've ever had has, it, has at least focused on one or two of those questions uh, or has said, we want technology to do these things. And so ask yourself, does it do these things? I think it's... Uh, I think it's imperative that you make sure that's happening. Otherwise, once you get done, you're going to have this empty feeling, as I did early in my technology integration. I thought, yeah, this was really cool, but and all the time it took me to get the computer running and to do these things and so forth, then I had people, then I had the kids just get paper and pencil out and do it. So now I will say I'm a, a music teacher. I'm a band director. And technology for me the big thing was the audio and the video that was huge so i wasn't always trying to use the more text driven technology you know for the reading purposes and so forth i mean from my own research and my own organization yes technology has been a a great uh, time saver and 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 has helped me immensely in organizing what i'm doing but um as far as writing or you know, reading math, the core subjects, um, again, it's just mostly research, maybe just show them something. But video and audio has been a, a huge uh, piece. It's been very impactful in my teaching. And um, I feel my students have walked out with a better idea of what they should do as a musician, but also what is available and they're able to evaluate it and self-evaluate where they are. There's just a lot of things um, that that I've been able to deepen their knowledge in, deepen the development, expand their development, uh, motivate them because of, of technology. So the enhanced learning piece, um, you know, I, I kind of asked myself when I looked at a video to show them, okay, is this what I want them to see? And how is this going to help? And what are we going to do? You know, asking yourself the questions. So we've talked about engagement and enhancement. And then the third is extension. And on the website, again, I'm just kind of reading this to you. Maybe save me a little time here. If you want to look at it deeper, I, you should. This is very good. Educators are always looking for ways to connect to students' learning. Excuse me, back that up. For ways to connect student learning to the authentic world. If it can somehow aid to enhance the ability to create these real-world connections, then learning is being extended outside the classroom walls and into students' everyday lives. They go on to say, in addition, another piece of, of extension are non-content-related skills. And this is what I was talking about, quote-unquote soft skills, they say. Questions that, that, that focus on this component. Does the technology create opportunities for students to learn outside of their typical school day? Does it create a bridge between school learning and everyday life? Does it allow students to build skills that they can use? 
So, I, you know, for me, in my early use of, of technology, I think I kind of spent more time in the extension portion. And then the enhancement and engagement, of course, I guess it was coming along, but I didn't really think of it that way. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm really, I'm really engaging and enhancing right now. I did think that they were more into it and they, and I had better participation. And even in the first few times that I used technology and asked them to reflect and self-evaluate and build their own ability to, um, it, uh, I guess, reflect, it took a few times because that they hadn't done it. And so they don't just grab onto it and, and reflect automatically and it took a like anything regular practice you know every day we warm up our instruments and we set up the same way and and we prepare for rehearsal and much like you do in your classroom when you have your procedures to set that learning environment and technology is just something that's going to enhance that and by engaging students and then you want to shoot for in this framework and the third component um, into the extending it outside the classroom, that they're using it. And I know my students are using it because I talk to them and I ask them, I don't say, hey, are you extending your learning? Uh, they'd probably quit talking to me. Um, no, I I ask them, well, what's going on, how they're doing? And, and as they're telling me their stories, I listen to them as they reflect upon what they did and what they probably should have done or they're glad they did it this way or someone did this and I wish they would have done that. And uh, so I helped them and we did this. Uh, you know, all the successes that I'm starting to hear that I didn't hear before. I heard them once in a while, but it was much slower. It seems to be coming faster now because they're thinking on that level. So some other... Uh, Things that are available on this website there, besides the rubric, there are case studies. There's, uh, it's researched back. You know, if you look down down the page on each of the components, there's uh, research that you can look at to you know help support for whatever purpose you might need that research for. Your own questions: Is this really worth it? If you're introducing this to your administrator and they're like, "What is this? I don't know about that." You know, you can show them. Everybody loves the research. I I like what this framework provides. It provides a nice central way of integrating technology. And it also highlights a very important piece in that technology should enhance the learning. I think that's very important that it's not to replace a teaching method. Okay. And I'm getting a phone call. I'm just gonna let it ring. And I'm going to pause just for a second. And I'm back. So it has some nice research. Uh, you can contact people, get, you know, training. There's some um, charts to help with the explanation. I um, had heard 
about this mostly through uh, in my district, but be, prior to that point, some of what this framework incorporates is the TPAC or the uh, teaching pedagogy and content knowledge. And there's a way to kind of test your own tech ability if you're wondering where your strengths and weaknesses are. There's a I guess a survey that then they then shows you you might want to focus in this area or because basically it's saying that you're um, you're incorporating what you've already got and then with the technology and so that's where TPAC comes in and that um, was what Mishra yeah Mishra Mishra and Kohler and um, they came up with that and so i was familiar with that aspect of it and this triple e framework takes another adds another uh, wrinkle so to speak to it or maybe it's two wrinkles i don't know there's some more wrinkles how's that but i think the important part is is that when you're integrating tech it's good to have a framework this is one of them triple e framework you might want to check it out just do a google search on it i'm not going to I'll put a link to the website, I guess, on in my show notes. But uh, if you type in triple E, triple E framework, should come up in your choices and click and go there. Check it out. All right, Tech Treat is coming up. And I've got a new type of Tech Treat for you. Yum, yum. It is the Tech Treat time. Old Dog New Tech, Jeff West here with Tech Treats. I'm trying uh, a couple of new little things here. I did some videos, which I included a link to in the show notes. And it goes into and shows you a little bit more about the treat that I'm talking about, which is extensions. Extensions. I use a lot of extensions, and because so, I use Extensity, which is an extension that lists your extensions. When you click on it, it gives you a drop-down list, and of course your extensions appear up next to your address bar. And Extensity is a little blue square with a circle with a white wave, I guess, kind of say. But anyway, it drops down and you can turn your extensions off and on because there is a limit, as I found, to the number of icons you can put next to your address bar. And then I can quickly access these things that extend the capability of your browser. Some of them allow you to go right to a web page. Some of them allow you to capture a screenshot. There's different things that these... Uh, tools will do for you. Extensity, though, will list them all, and you can turn them off and on, share Extensity on Twitter. You can set profiles if you have multiple accounts that you use your computer for or people that use it. And then also included in this video is Black Menu, kind of an ominous title, but Black Menu is a connection that goes to all of the Google apps in a sidebar on the page that you're in. So if you're in... Uh, on a page and you want to cut and paste something into a document you can access your documents your drive you can if you're looking up something you're going to go on a vacation and you want to see where it's at in the map you can do it in google maps on the right hand side of the screen with the uh, screen still open all of the google apps in the suite are available keep docs slide sheets they're all there drive news calendar mail 
Black Menu, a Google Chrome browser extension. Extensity and Black Menu. I hope you've enjoyed uh, and are enjoying uh, Old Dog New Tech. Pass it along. I think there's some uh, real good tech nuggets here. And, you know, I'm getting a slowly but surely getting a following. And I don't really work real hard at, at, pro, at uh, promoting this podcast. Maybe I'll start doing that a little bit more this year. Um, but um, this is more for me to just put out there. Here's what I'm doing. I see that there are other podcasts that are focused primarily on Google or they're focused on maybe some larger ideas. I'm trying to keep this down to just very simple things you can do right now. It kind of goes along with the whole adult learning theory. That's what adults want, and it makes sense. We, we're not, most of us don't have time to just listen at leisure. We do that in a different way, maybe on a walk or a run or a bike ride or something. But this, these are, I've designed this hopefully to be short. Some of the podcasts have been 30, 40 minutes, I know, but most of the time I'm around 20 to 30. So enjoy these little tech treats. And until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be patient when you're trying to use tech. Take care. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.